Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at how cannabis is legal in 11 states, but a House vote coming up next month could expand legalization to the entire United States. Help us take a look at this case. It's Katrina Gogowski, attorney and angel investor. Katrina, thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. Yes. So it looks like some of the key takeaways, the U.S. House of Representatives, they're going to vote on cannabis legalization in a month with the majority whip confirming this just last Friday. So the Moore Act would remove cannabis from the controlled substance list, erase the criminal record for those with cannabis charges, and reinvest cannabis grant or reinvest grants in the community programs for people impacted by the war on drugs. So criminalization of cannabis led to the incarcerations of tens of millions since the 70s. So there's a Republican majority in the Senate that say some that act is not likely to pass because of that. That's probably true, Josh. Uh, it's a pretty sweeping legislation. And uh, if it passes, it'll be great. Uh, I don't think it's going to pass given all of the content of the bill. This article goes on to say that it voted into effect the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act or the MORE Act would take cannabis off the list of illegal substances in the Controlled Substance Act. Be the first time Congress ever votes on removing cannabis from the Controlled Substance Act. Josh, I'm surprised that the authors of this bill went so far. I think if it was just a little one-liner, let's deschedule cannabis, that might have had more broad support than all of the other riders along with the bill. For example, the expungement of criminal records and the uh, community grant programs, uh, which are a little bit tougher to chew because they're funding and require governmental entities to do some work as opposed to just straight up descheduling. I think the MORE Act is a definite step in the right direction, but Josh, I'll buy you a cup of coffee the next time we get together if the MORE Act passes. Yeah, I'm, I am not all that convinced that it will pass either. I think it's going to come in waves. I think that initially we may see some type of uh, banking act passed. Um, I don't know if it's going to be more act or, or anything, but I think we'll see something with banking relatively soon before federally like before federal legalization, uh, baby steps. And then as soon as next year, depending on who gets elected, uh, they may start looking to fill those coffers with cannabis revenue and just legalize it at the federal level. But if it takes a Senate or House vote, it's going to take a lot longer. Then again, if we're in a total financial collapse in 2021, then it could speed things up. Uh, I agree with your assessment on two fronts, Josh. I, I think the SAFE Act, which does address banking, uh, the SAFE Act is statistically much more likely to pass than the MORE Act. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't require the governmental entities involved to take such a step as legalization. It just addresses the lack of traditional banking that uh, this industry needs so desperately. And then the second point I agree with you on is it, with a massive financial collapse, and uh, I think the United States is, is definitely facing a very trying time economically right now, uh, it might be 
the spur that the federal government needs. Let's just tax cannabis, legalize it across the board and tax it to, to raise some money. So let's see if your predictions for 2021 are right, Josh. What I'm hoping doesn't happen is they reschedule it to like a schedule two or something where only big pharma can have access to it with synthetic you know, products. That's the worst case scenario, I think, other than leaving it illegal uh, is to just give it to big pharma. I really hope that that does not happen. I, I think that's a danger with CBD, with GW Pharma's products that have already been authorized. Um, I hope and truly it would be disastrous if they deschedule cannabis to Schedule 2. That, that would be a disaster. It would. Hopefully they'll legalize it. They'll get some FOMO with Mexico uh, rolling in that direction and just legalize it at the federal level. But you have to come back to the talking hedge and find out. All right, I want to thank my guest, Katrina Glogowski, angel investor and attorney. Thanks for being back on the podcast. Thanks, Josh. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the talking hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, this is Cheryl Murray Powell Esquire, and I'm the host of the Terps in the City podcast. I am a cannabis agricultural dietary supplement and trade attorney. I'm also a hemp farmer, and I've been recently named to the list of High Times Magazine's top 100 influencers in cannabis. I'm inviting you to follow me along my journey as I move back to New York to support the adult use market there. You're going to get a chance to listen to conversations with some of my friends along the way. I look forward to seeing you at Terps in the City.